Hey City Light family, thanks for tuning in to our podcast today. Before we jump in to our normal episode, we want to let you know a special announcement. We will continue to post podcasts throughout the month of May 2022, but beginning the first week of June 2022, we will no longer publish podcasts of Sunday gatherings. Moving forward, we're going to exclusively post those to our YouTube channel. So make sure you search City Light Church Ocala, O-C-A-L-A, and you'll be able to find our services streamed live and held on our YouTube channel for you to view at your convenience. Thank you. God bless. Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to the City Light Church podcast. We're so honored you've joined us. We hope that today's podcast brings you hope, encouragement, and most of all, adds value to you in your walk with Jesus Christ. We long to see people grow from where they are closer to where God desires them to be, and it's our hope that this podcast is an essential element in that process for you. So grab a pen, your Bible, and a journal, and let's dive into today's message. It's very natural for you to understand we don't live continuously in the physical dimension but that we can impact and Im- encounter the spirit dimension. What are you, what are you talking about? I, I mean, if, if physicists have, have discovered that there are many dimensions, our word has declared that there's one dimension that really matters, and that's the spirit. Paul, when he writes to us, and this was our launch scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, he said, I I don't want you to be ignorant. He says, concerning the spirituals. Your Bible says, concerning spiritual gifts. But a, a better translation would say, concerning the spirituals, brothers and sisters, or those believers that are following Christ. He says, I don't want you to be unaware of the CSB. Another translation says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Another one says, I don't want you to be unwise. I don't want you to miss out. What, what was just going on was what we call the spirituals. In other words, we, we went from a place of the physical realm where we begin to sing physically, and we continue to do that in our bodies. But then our hearts, our soul, mind, will, and emotion, our hearts begin to yield to the Lord and not to the pressures that we are going through and the fears of the pressures we are going through, the the fears of the threatenings of this world, Acts chapter 4. The apostles were under threats of this world. There's threats all around us. There's threats of economy and threats of this and threats of corona and threats of monkey virus and threats of all kinds of stuff coming down the pipe. I mean, it never ends, right? It only matters... Do you walk in the natural or do you walk in the spirit? So Galatians 5, Paul would say, after saying, I don't want you to be ignorant of the spiritual dimension of the spirituals, the things happening in the spiritual realm, because Hollywood believes in this. When is the church going to wake up and go, you know, maybe there is something to this whole spirit realm. It's where we actually have our victory. It's where we actually come alive and begin to encounter God is in the in the spirit realm. 
That's why Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant of this because this is where your victory lies. This is how you go from the battlefield and instantly you're in the spirit where you're being refreshed in your, in your spirit where it's really your soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions are being refreshed and your body begins to manifest that you've been in another dimension. The spirit. You've been in the spirit. Paul said it like this to the Galatians. I say then, walk in the spirit. And you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. What are the desires of the flesh? The desires of the flesh are carnal. They're temporal. It's things of temporalness, things that don't last. It's things that refresh you for the moment. The desires of the flesh is to worry, is to fear. That's the flesh, that's the carnal, that's temporal, fear what's about to happen. When Paul says, listen, I don't want you to be ignorant, there is another dimension I want you to be able to get into, he is then imparting to this, uh, this is another church, he writes, same context, same, same uh, line of train of thought that he is delivering here. He is saying, I want you to walk in the Spirit. Meaning I want everything about you to be able to listen with a natural ear so that you were earthly good, but then listen with a spirit ear so you were heavenly good. Are you with me? We're real good at the natural ear. We, we, hear, we hear people talk about, well, get into this and get into that and invest in Bitcoin and, and, and get this and get that. And we hear a, a word in the flesh. We're real good at learning the, the seasons. Is it time to buy? Is it time to sell? God's not interested in your season. God's not interested in the real estate bubble. He told a prophet to buy when everything was going broke, when it was all busting and falling, when the, when the invaders were coming in, he says, why don't you go ahead and buy some land now? Are you kidding me? Stuff's, it's, it's worthless. Yeah, go ahead and buy some land now. That's our God. Why? Because he lives in the spirit dimension, not the natural. And you're trying to bring him down to the natural and reason with him, and he cannot be reasoned with. So you're saying, why don't, why don't we have more preaching right now and, and less worship? Well, because we're leaning into the Spirit. And right now the Spirit is saying, slow down. Let me work. Because the words of Pastor Ken are futile, futile, and they fall short, but the words of the Spirit are everlasting. What the Holy Spirit's able to speak to your heart in worship can do more than a hundred years of preaching from my part. You say, but it's the scriptures. Jesus said, you search the scriptures for in them you think you find eternal life, but I am the one. That's Bible. Sorry. I, now I study the scriptures and love the scriptures, but apart from the spirit, what Jesus was saying is without the spirit of life, you've missed it. A few weeks ago on Mother's Day, we talked. We started this, and we talked about the fellowship and the partnership and the intimacy of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, those those le levels, that fellowship, the body, the partnership, the Spirit, and the intimacy. I'm sorry, the the partnership, the soul, and the intimacy, the Spirit. When when you partner with Him in body, you begin to walk uh, with an understanding of Jesus. When you partner with Him 
uh, rather in fellowship. When you partner with him in, in the soul, you begin to work with Jesus. And when you partner with him in spirit, it's the intimacy realm. You begin to walk in authority of Jesus. And it's that third realm, that intimate realm, that, that we were just really on the precipice of right then. That's what the Lord's doing right now. I, I think the Lord, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, I think the Lord wants to do this in every church. He wants the, the brothers and sisters, the believers and the not yet believers, he wants you to come close. He wants there to be this, this spirit of unity and this song, and he, he wants his presence to fill the room and he wants people to yield to what the Holy Spirit is speaking. He wants us to take time to be with him. Jesus said in Matthew 15, in this way you have nullified the word of God because of your traditions. Your tradition. In other words, the way we've done it is getting into the way of what God is saying. And then he says, hypocrites, Isaiah prophesied correctly about you. This people honors me with their lips, that's the body, but their heart, that's the soul, is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commands. That spirit that they're missing. They worship and they're out of the spirit because they go back into the doctrines of human they go back into the traditions. Jesus says, the day is coming and the day is when the true worshipers will worship me in spirit and truth. Amen. He is saying that they're going to get to a place where they understand that the lowest level is the physical realm of which we encounter Christ. This physical realm of, of actually opening the scriptures and coming together. That's physically, there's an act to that. But then there is a depth of him in spirit where we're going to begin to reason with the Holy Spirit. We're going to begin to come together with him and understand him. He's going to impart to us. Jesus said, I'm going away, but I'm going to send you another comforter. He's going to be with you always. And it's needful that I go away because when he comes, he's going to lead you into all truths. In other words, there's a limit to what I can teach you about scripture. In other words, I teach from the flesh. I teach from the carnal. I teach from the intellect. Are you with me? I declare the word. You go, oh, that's what the scripture says. But when he, the Holy Spirit comes, he will breathe upon his word. It will become alive and he will take it to another dimension of where you live. I can't do that Holy Spirit can do that and so we're welcoming the Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit because we're coming into a day when just good little prayer I'm about to slip into preaching good little preaching is not going to get it done uh, three points in a poem is not what people want today young people want an encounter with God if he's God show himself God yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the foundation. I'm all for the biblical foundation of the Word of God, parents, that we teach them. That's what we stood up here and, and we declared to these young, young parents. Teach them the Scriptures, but I also said show them the Scriptures. That takes an impartation of the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit working in us and through us. John 14 and 10. You still with me? Say amen. amen. Don't you believe that I... I mean, the Father and the Father is in me. The words I speak to you, I do not speak of my own. The Father who lives in me does his works. Now, we, we divide up the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. 
When Jesus says, the Father is in me, he is speaking of the Spirit, Matthew 120. Joseph, Mary is conceived, this thing is of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so Mary's conceived by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the byproduct of that conception, and now he reaches back and he says, who's the Father? The Father is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you go home and wrestle with this. It's, it's, just, it's just Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's all, all the same. You're going, well, I can't wrestle with it. I don't even know what he said. He is, he, what Jesus is saying is, I am walking in such an intimate place, in such a spiritual place, that the words I speak, I don't even speak them of my own. They're words I hear the Holy Spirit say. They're, they're the words I hear the Father says. Walking in intimacy of the Holy Spirit we begin to pray what the Holy Spirit is praying. We begin to say what the Holy Spirit is saying. We begin to operate and do what the Holy Spirit is doing. We begin to see this is what the Lord is doing. We begin to bear fruit that is only produced because of an impartation of the Holy Spirit. There is a fruit of the Spirit. We'll get to that. And it doesn't come because we are we live in a good community and we have a good stock of our family and I got good friends and so I just emulate. No, no, no. This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that is birthed from our life. We, it comes from us because of this intimacy with Him. We're walking in this intimacy. We begin to literally take on the nature of Holy Spirit and lose our nature. Not uh, on Mother's Day. I made this point. We don't lose the nature of a, of, of a woman, which is a nature of, of nurturing and providing, right? The nature of a man is a nature of protection and providing. And, and, and women, um, we don't lose that. Men, we don't lose that when we come into intimacy with the Holy Spirit. But we begin to take on that nature of the Holy Spirit, God in us, the hope of glory, Paul calls it. We don't lose our part. We lose the nature to react in the flesh. We lose a nature to react in anger and jealousy and rage and rejection. Holy Spirit begins to renew our spirit, and there becomes something powerful in us that begins to happen. You say, well, I, and I'm trying to do that. I'm trying. And I think sometimes we, we preach out of the flesh and we try to provoke out of the flesh. In other words, try harder. No. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And we preach this like this. If you love me. Now, this is Jesus. He's, he's here today. He's going to give us this commandment. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You looking at me. Look at me, people. You will keep my commandments. That's how we in the West, that's how we kind of have taught that scripture. And, and, that's, and that's not what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying, if you'll love me, if you'll embrace me, if you'll hug me, out of you will come obedience. He says, it'll, it'll just flow through you if you love. It, it's amazing because he says, if you love, you can do these things. If you love me, not... And we, we kind of got it like Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately kind of love, <laughs> right? I know that's a little old, but we get it. This is not a performance love. This is a driving in and with passion. We passionately pursue him. And we're getting there. 
But we, as a collective body in this room, we're not all passionately pursuing him right then. We're getting there. There's something happening in this house. I've been around this to know some divine moments have happened, and I recognize his presence. But if we will passionately drive in, out of us will come spontaneous obedience to his commandments. Not the Ten Commandments, to what he is actively saying right now. What is that? I don't know, but... He may impart that to you over lunch today at a, at a table with a waiter that needs to hear what he's speaking. He may impart that to you as you're getting out of your car, as your neighbor's waving at you. He may impart what your neighbor needs to hear. And you begin to walk towards your neighbor with a word that you don't even know you're, what you're going to say, but you just know God's about to speak through you. I don't even know what that looks like. It's a word of knowledge. I don't even know what that looks like. But God, because you are so in love with what he is doing in your life, you have lost track of how desperate Fox News says the world is and how terrible CNN says everybody else is. You have lost track of all the naysayers and all the all the gloom and doom and all you see is strength in the presence of God and the power and the overcoming of the God in which we serve and so everything is turning up roses for you he said watch this he goes on he says and I will ask the father and he will give you another counselor and he'll be with you forever he is the spirit of truth the world's unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him doesn't know him that word know that word know it's the word ganasco and we love this word in theology because it 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 also represents intimacy it it is the it is the know that is it is the word that is used for intimacy between a husband and wife it's not, men, I'm going to slap you. It's not physical. <laughs> it's not just physical. It's also emotional and mental. It's the ability for me to sit across the room and look at this woman that I've looked at since I was 12 and 13 years old, chasing her around campgrounds, right? It's the ability to mentally look at her knowing she's hurting and knowing she's sad and knowing she's happy or knowing the zeal of the Lord is upon her. I know and that's what he's saying. The world's unable to receive him because they don't ganasco. They don't have that with him. But he says, you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. 1 Corinthians 12, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be ignorant or unaware of the spirituals. This is not a going to church thing that we're encountering. This is the heart of the Father. This is divine. This is deep. This is like, this is not Sunday school, right? You are not walking through the elementary remembering of scriptures. You are encountering the scriptures. You're not learning the word. You're beginning to encounter the word. That's what's happening here because you're going to get, you're going to keep on. You people are going to keep on coming here on Sundays and doing this. And, th and it's going to become a daily exercise for you where you want to encounter God in that way. Like it's just not going to be enough. I need his presence. So, you, so you're going to be driving to work in your cars and you're going to be crying. You're going to be just soaking up the presence of God. And, and you're going to keep on until your coworkers are going to say, what's wrong with you, man? 
You're going to keep on until God does radical things through. You're going to keep on until you lose your taste for the things of this world. Those things make you sick and unsatisfied. See, this is the, this is the ironic thing about fast food or what they call empty food. It doesn't have the nutrients that your body's really craving, and so you turn around, and the next thing you know is two hours later, you're going back through the drive-thru for something else. Because your body was asking for something, and you gave it fluff and stuff. You gave it calories, right? And it needed nutrients. Well, your spirit, you're like that. It's your spirit's craving something, and if you're just giving it a fast food experience, you're going to go back and need more. What you're learning is steak and potatoes. You're actually eating carrots now, amen, somebody, and fried okra. Woo, turnip greens. Bless God, pasta pepper sauce. Mm. You want more. I want that peach cobbler with that vanilla ice cream on top. I want more, right? I want more of God's presence. I want more. Y'all stand up because I'm not preaching now. Stand up for me. Stand up, please, please. Paula says, tell them, please. Quit telling them what to do. Say, please stand up. Please stand up. All right, praise God. Father, we're going we're gonna to leave this place and keep getting a taste of you. We just keep getting a sense of you. We want more. We want more of that. We want more of you, more of you, more of you. Lord, intensify in our life, creating us a hunger and a thirst for righteousness and for your presence. Lord, do in us a work that medicine a man could never do. Do in us what a preacher can't preach. Set us on fire. Set our feet to dancing and our hands to laboring for you. Let our hearts yearn for your presence, Lord. Come and fill this house. Fill this people. Do a work in our lives. Do a work in our marriages. Do a work in our finances. Do a work in our faith. Let us fall in love with you, Lord. Set us ablaze that the world would come. Amen. Well, we hope that this message has brought you hope and encouragement. And it was just what you needed for today. If you're joining us today and we can partner with you in prayer in any way, it would be our honor. Please reach out to us by visiting our website, mycitylight.org. And lastly, if the Holy Spirit has laid it on your heart to give today, you can do that by visiting mycitylight.org and go to the giving tab or text any amount to 84321. Be blessed.